Welcome to the Teacher's Tribe podcast. I am your host, Maxine McFarlane, a Jamaican educator living in the United States of America, and I'm a nurturer of minds and hearts. It's been way too long since I have sat down with my microphone, but I really need some talk therapy today. I had great intentions. A number of episodes planned and recorded over the past several months, but just couldn't get them published. I actually had all intentions to sit down on the last day of June, which was one month shy of a full year since I released an episode. Wow, (laughs) time flies. I never dreamed that I would ever have allowed so much time to pass. However, unforeseen circumstances changed my plans and I decided to take my own advice from this episode. This situation, along with my absence from this platform for almost a year, evoked a myriad of emotions, disappointment, anxiety, some stress, and some guilt. When I started this podcast in 2020, it was a source of release a means of exploring emotional well-being and a kind of therapy, if you will? Why have I allowed myself to now attach negative feelings to something that was a source of positivity? Have I or we done that in other areas of our lives? Let's think about it together on the other side of this. It's a Teacher's Tribe production. Yeah. Passionate teaching is what we do. The joy of learning brings the light too. For parents and teachers everywhere. Let your children how much we care. Rich experience I bring to you. Have you joined to share your passion too? Oh, it's the joy. down to record this episode, I just had to inhale deeply and then exhale a cleansing breath. It's almost like I had to do this to give myself permission to just move on from the disappointment, stress and guilt that I had burdened myself with over the past year. I planned and recorded several episodes, as I said before, but couldn't find the time and sometimes didn't have the energy I just needed to catch my breath to prevent overwhelm. I often felt like I was hyperventilating and just had to give myself permission to exhale. At this moment, I'm deciding to see this as a grand reunion, much akin to what Jamaica's queen of folklore, the late Honorable Dr. Louise Bennett Coverley, described in her song, Long Time Girl. In the song, she describes the meeting of two persons who have not seen each other for a long time. The singer invites the other person to hold hands in a greeting as they twirl and dance. I, too, am choosing to reunite with you, my listeners, as I have finally taken the time to reset and catch my breath. 
It is kind of sad that I feel the need to be granted permission to do something that should be so natural. I thought I had gleaned from the pandemic the lesson of the importance of slowing down, taking a breath, and taking care of myself. However, this past school year has unraveled some of that. I felt like I was operating in two different worlds simultaneously. I often heard and read that we should take care of ourselves, but how could we fully do that when there were constant job demands? The hard part was trying to operate as if it was a quote-unquote normal pre-pandemic school year when it wasn't, and very few were brave enough to voice it. Teachers who were lauded as heroes during the previous school year were now being deemed lazy or seen as failures to students and their families. We were often caught up with addressing the needs of our students, often at our own peril. Many teachers felt guilty to take time off from work, even when their physical or emotional health suffered. Some teachers faced the pressure of pushing through the curriculum, although many of the students that showed up in their classrooms this year had been learning from home from, for over a year, and some of them were not engaged during that time. While fully recognizing the learning gaps, they felt compelled to carry on against their professional judgment because that was what their superiors required. We watched as our students got infected by the virus or had to quarantine due to exposure, and we worked feverishly to support them during their absence while working with the other students in the classroom. It was a never-ending cycle, it seems, always trying to catch up. Teachers were not immune and had to take time off from work as well. The struggle was real because they had to provide lessons for the substitutes, that's if they had one, while trying to take care of their own health. Some teachers had to jump through hoops to get leave time because they had run out of allotted days. Peace of mind was elusive during this time. Teaching has always been a heavy load. However, this year brought on a new and strange kind of heaviness. I will only cite some of what contributed to the burden in a bid to release them today as I exhale. Mass mandates, health concerns, understaffing, overwork, and mental health issues, not just for ourselves, but our students, family members, friends, and the list goes on. Many teachers didn't have duty-free lunch periods this year, and assistant teachers served as substitute teachers more than ever. As if that wasn't enough, there were bus driver and nutrition service worker shortages too. Teachers had to cover extra classes in what should have been their planning periods, take on extra duties, and stay after school to supervise students who had to wait for late buses. I remember when I had to take my temperature at home every morning and submit the information online before driving to work. This was followed by further screening at the door upon arrival. There were many anxious moments, especially during allergy season, if there was a sniffle, a cough, or other symptom that caused concern. It didn't help that we were not receiving updates about positive COVID cases, 
and so it became a nerve-wracking game of speculation. I described it as walking into a petri dish every day. All of this and so much more took a toll and I had to consciously remind myself to breathe. I actually noticed that many days I did not take a conscious breath until late in the afternoon when I dropped off my students at specials. Many times I would meet colleagues in the hallway after doing so and we would just trade glances and let out spontaneous, synchronized sighs from behind our masks as we made our way to the restrooms. This time allowed me to take a mask break, which was much needed by then. Today, I am grateful that these things are in my rear view mirror and I can now inhale and exhale freely. Since the school year ended for me on June 10, 2022, it has been great to just simply breathe. Our family enjoyed three important life events for our sons, and the boys and I took a little celebration trip together. For the first time in a very long time, I went days without a real to-do list, and it felt dreamy. The boys were concerned that I would be bored, but I truly don't know what boredom feels like. It was just what the doctor ordered, and I relished every moment. I must admit that it was not easy to just be still, and I had to resist the urge to feel a bit guilty for taking a break from the hamster wheel of always finding something to do. The experiences from this past school year had really drained me, and I eventually convinced myself that I had earned this reward. Everyone deserves some me time, and I am so glad I took mine. As I have now settled into the summer break, I refuse to go back to the place in which I existed during the school year. I shouldn't have to give myself permission to breathe. It needs to be a natural part of my existence. What advice can I give myself to ensure that I do not regress? In order to answer that question, I went back to the time when the world was in lockdown and tension was high. What kept me calm and composed during that time? What did I enjoy doing? After much reflection, I came up with some tips that I believe will help me going forward. So here are my 10 tips to keep myself at peace. I will one, release the matters that I cannot directly control. Two, establish boundaries around work. Three, find joy in each day. Four, continue to build a strong classroom community when I do get back in the building. Five, engage in a hobby, even if I have to add it to my schedule. Six, focus on successes. Seven, Enjoy time in nature every day. Eight, prioritize me time. Nine, give myself as much grace as I give my students and their families. And 10, I will advocate for myself. I hope you can use some of these tips too. 
start by choosing one or two that you can do today. I am so ready to take another breath, ready to inhale and be refreshed, renewed and reignited. In order to do so, I must expel the air that has filled up my lungs. I must exhale so I can inhale again. Life begins with an inhale and ends with an exhale. Today, I let go of the life of stress and exhaustion that was the 2021-2022 school year because I have given myself permission to exhale. Now, I am inhaling and beginning a new life on my terms by changing my mindset and shifting my focus as I exhale the past and inhale the future. Here's my affirmation as I close out this episode. I am grateful for the recognition that I need to give myself grace. Going forward, I choose to release feelings of guilt and anxiety and embrace what feels good for my soul. I refuse to hold space for negativity and instead fill my heart with thoughts of what is going right. I deserve to set healthy boundaries and welcome the freedom to choose to find joy in every day. That's my affirmation. Listeners, I invite you to give yourself permission to simply breathe and find sources of joy in your everyday life. As Henry Nguyen said, and I quote here, joy does not simply happen to us. We have to choose joy and keep choosing it every day. Until next time, walk good and one love. For the joy of learning, subscribe to the teacher's strive. Yeah.